Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host, Bar Kelly, brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldis.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. Hi, you're listening to the AI in Action Berlin podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Kelly, and today I'll be speaking with Ulla Kruse-Lechtenen and Dirk Hoffman, the co-founders at Dane Studios. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Nice to be on the show. Yeah, hi. Welcome. Hi. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about what you do at Dane Studios? Yeah, kind of we as Dane Studios, we are kind of a data and AI-focused company uh, located in, in, in Finland and Germany with offices in, in Helsinki, Berlin and Munich. Um, now three years old, but yeah, we, we are three founders um, and, and yeah, quite, quite with some experience in that, in that field uh, the last couple of uh, more, than, more than 10 years. Mainly working on kind of uh, really helping companies, uh, you could say end to end from formulating their AI or data strategy all the way to, to implementing uh, the required kind of uh, algorithms or infrastructure and capabilities. We are a team of, of a bit more than 20 people. Uh, we have data scientists, uh, people who are actually doing the hands-on uh, execution, building the, the algorithms. Uh, and then we have people that we call data uh, strategists uh, who are more helping on the, on the conceptual side, making data and AI strategies uh, for, for various industries. Um, and and the various functions, uh, marketing automation, supply chain optimization, and so and so forth. And and actually, uh, our specialty is that uh, we we work with uh, many many com- uh, companies and industries. Uh, and so for us, the uh, the data layer, the data science side, AI side is what combines this. But then, uh, yeah, we work with telcos, banks, insurance companies, media, pharma, uh, gambling. Um, retail, so very, very a big, big variety of of uh, companies. And although we are small, uh, typically our clients are are fairly big, um, in in both Germany and Finland. We also have uh, two products of our own. So uh, this was the consultancy part, but then we have two products. One is in the travel space, a recommendation engine. It's a product that can be licensed. Uh, for uh, online travel agencies in Germany. And then we have uh, something for the recruitment area, uh, helping uh, utilize uh, also AI to, to acquire new new talent uh, for a company. Okay, excellent. And look, you've just, you've just spoken about uh, the two products that just have in your business um, around the AI space, but I, I suppose, has AI come in to, to impact your business in, in any other ways, in the way you operate, in the way you service your customers? I think in, 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 in our I think in our case, of course, you could you could say um, in 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 the kind of we of course constantly also looking into uh, what what new capabilities are, are there. I think um, in, in in that sense, applying it for uh, for our own business, it's it's rather kind of being able to be on top of on top of technologies and, and developments and and uh, maybe the other thing what what we are driving is more like in the kind of uh, interacting with the, with the AI community for example in, in Helsinki of uh, kind of driving the exchange there 
Okay. Okay, that 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 that's really interesting. And I suppose look, as a company who comes from such a such a strong AI backing, um, to really support those larger businesses, um, you you probably have some really good viewpoints on on what it actually takes for a company or even a company's leadership to make that move forward and to really start using AI. Yeah, I think absolutely. And I think as as well as said, I think now working with so many different industries, I think the the first thing is that that you see that independent of the industry and and uh, yeah, it's, uh, even the, the product uh, or service or, or kind of portfolio they have, I think one of, one of the first things what we see is is important for the leadership to understand that that to really leverage the full power of AI, it really kind of impacts the whole organization. So it's not kind of you quite often, of course, see now a discussion about AI-enabled products or services, but but I think the real opportunity, especially considering the, the disruption of industries and so on, is really kind of leveraging the power of, of, of those capabilities across the whole organization. And, and that means it starts with, with optimizing internal process. So a lot of which is kind of related to this uh, robotics process automation. Uh, a lot for that, for example, how you're, you're kind of running your sales, running your kind of marketing operations. Um, so it's on the one hand side, I think to understand it, it of course drives the opportunities uh, of, of creating new business, new innovative services, which, which, which I think drives the future growth. But also, I think it's important to understand it also helps you to to optimize your current business. And, and I think the third element is, um, and that's also what I think in the work with our clients we we highlight quite often. Of course, it also creates new opportunities in. In thinking in, in data ecosystems, if we if we talk about uh, kind of the, the future uh, cities or smart cities or the future way of of uh, running a harbor or the kind of how to operate health, so I think everything which has somehow is smart and then smart buildings, smart health, and so on is is an area where where the leadership need to understand this is something you can't do on your kind of just by your by yourself. It's something you need to think in ecosystem. You need to think how you interact, uh, maybe with your supplier, how you interact with with your with your customer, B two C or B two B in a different way. And I think that provides tremendous new opportunities. But also, it, it requires that the leadership team really kind of thinks much broader than in their own in their own vertical. And, and I think this is obviously also what we see in our role as as a as a I, w- I would say personally as as a kind of very kind of uh, engaging and inspirational kind of task to really think across different industries. And I think that that is also something which we try to encourage our our clients to kind of yeah think out of the box and 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 kind of yeah imagine what could what could really kind of be done and and data and analytics is uh you could say the the clue between those um different different fields and, and provides the ability to really execute that as well. Maybe a long tradition can be over a hundred years certain ways of doing processes, products, uh, developing uh, uh, things, and they're very good at that. But now comes that uh, these are entirely new challenges that we actually have, suddenly have computing power, we have uh, d- data from digital uh, services, from, from sensors. Uh, actually, how do you take this into utilization? How you really like to become, get the competitive advantage out of uh, the utilization of all the data assets that that uh, you have and could have, and that that's not that easy. Uh, and 
turning these big ships, big companies around is, uh, is, uh, is a challenge that yeah, we, we, take, we take pleasure in, but, but also have, have seen that uh, uh, there are many aspects for, for the leadership to, to consider. Because typically, uh, once is that, um, uh, of course, uh, data and AI are, you can have it as a separate business, but typically it's a, it's a supporting function. So you have your business strategy, and, and you want to reach certain things, and now you can do things in a smarter, in a faster, in a more um, intelligent way. And, uh, but, but you need to have the structure of, you need to have your organization supporting it. You need to have the right skills. And, and of course, you need to have the data people skills, but then you need to also have actually other, other units as well. So the, the leaders, the managers, the middle management understand what this is all about. Um, you need to... Um, have yeah the data in a format that can be utilized. Uh, it's not a data asset. It's not something that you have different uh, data marts and sources here and there. But they are actually uh, in, in a place where where it's relatively easy to utilize it. So people can in innovate. It's not just one team, the data science team that innovates, but it's actually the whole organization can uh, can use data for for new ideas and testing and experimenting. Uh, so, so that that's one um, one area. Then you need to uh, you want to have your privacy in, pl in in place, especially on the consumer side. Very important GDPR uh, security needs to be ensured. You need need to have the technol technology, the architecture uh, resolved. Typically, there is no vacuum, especially with old companies have a lot of legacy systems. Um, well, how do you bring in, in the new new cloud infrastructures? Uh, what is the role of all these different systems? How do you make it really, uh, you know, how you enable real timeness that you are able to to act immediately on the data on uh, that that is generated? Um, yeah, just to name a few of uh, of these uh, typical challenges that the companies face. Yeah, I think yes, as as mentioned, yeah, but for this our client base, I think the with, with this kind of long heritage that these companies have, I think it's of course on the one side a, a huge opportunity because they are established player in the market. That means they, they are able to kind of approach the, the kind of a large customer base in, in, in B2C as well as B2B. But at the same time, of course, you quite often have a very strong culture uh, in, um, which, which has been built around their kind of core, core initial business. And I think one of the challenges where the leadership plays a fundamental role is it's really to leverage kind of their, their, their strong DNA, but at the same time also opening it up for these new opportunities. And, and that's, a, that's, of course, a, a quite tough process. It requires kind of, you, you need to kind of, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's people skills, it's mindset and so on. It also means for us an important message to, to, to kind of when we talk with the, with the CEOs or the, the leadership team is also that they understand there's no silver bullet in terms of the, you, you kind of now acquire data capabilities or AI solutions, but that you also need to really mm. um, kind of work with, the, it's, it's a journey and, and you need to kind of take your, your team along. And that's also our approach that we work very embedded with, with those organizations because at the end, it's not something you can just inject from the outside. It really needs to go from the inside. But if you manage that, I think then, then it is really part of your strong DNA and, and gives you Gives you a sustainable kind of uh, kind of your benefit you you can leverage in, uh, in 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 your offering and and how you interact with your with, uh, with your customers. No, look, that's that that's great and very insightful. Um, 
I suppose I, I have a question on that. Like, do, do you use, have you ever had a company that said, yeah, we want to do AI, yeah, we want to do machine learning, but then never actually put real value into their data and wasn't really willing to create that ecosystem, but just wanted to do AI because they heard it's the trendy thing on the market? Like, do you have to educate them? What process does that look like? Yeah, I think we, we it's, it's, a, it's a kind of very interesting question. I think what, what we actually did, did uh, for, for ourselves and then we shared it in some of the presentations we gave in at some occasions so we we identified actually kind of six six personas in terms of company personas and and i, I think one of them is is a is a bit this this kind of uh they're more like they're kind of looking for this this kind of black black box or match magic a magic machine you license and 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 then it solves all all the problems but at the same time we also have seen um, uh, so, so as you said, kind of more like coming and saying, yeah, um, we want to do AI. So, what what should we kind of which solution should we pick? And 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 it's done. Um, but we also have seen, for example, uh, cases where where the management was not aware that that actually there was already a lot of know-how in the organization, in the teams working on that. What it was was just not kind of that it just didn't surface to 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 the management. Um, and 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 I think. Uh, at, at the same time, we also have seen companies which more kind of were drowning in the details in, in, in the complexity of the topic and they try to kind of resolve all questions before they even started. So that is also something where I think the education is not only about, okay, what AI is, but also, okay, how do you make it work for you? That kind of what are the steps and you don't need to now kind of jump in, in, in large investments as the first thing, but, but you can also do it gradually, but, but you need to understand um that that it is kind of it it will be a demanding task and it will take time uh, maybe the other th other segment we have seen is that the is is an initial excitement especially i would say if you take 2018 and maybe 17 where ai was really a skyrocketing kind of buzzword before it was big data now big data is more like kind of old fashioned um but of course i think then then so 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 there was a lot of communication around it, a lot of articles and, and a lot of excitement. Um, but then, yeah, as soon as some of the companies started their initiatives and then realized that it's quite tough and it takes time, um, they were also kind of slowing down a bit. And I think this is also interesting to see, um, yeah, how kind of, what is the sense of urgency for, for the company? And, and our strong recommend re recommendation here is that as it is a journey, so, rather start early, but, but kind of, you don't need to kind of now start in, in, in extreme pace, rather do your kind of proper steps, but making sure that you kind of build some, something which, which is really sustainable. Yeah, and it's sometimes you even like uh, hear this, um, this uh, you're in funny situations such as uh, being in the leadership team and uh, when talking about AI and the CEO as the CIO, okay, hey, Jack, do we do AI? And Jack says, yes, we do AI. And then the CEO is, oh, great, we do AI. So, so this is exactly kind of uh, what we were talking about earlier. So uh, um, you shouldn't think about it just like uh, we have this, uh, this uh, one program. We are building this robot. And that's now our, now we are all set with AI. But hey, how do we actually take it from that? And how do we uh, really, people speak about being data-driven. And um, you can say also AI driven if you want, but uh, how do you really make that the bigger business impact for your company using uh, 
using data, using uh, machine learning, using the new new uh, methods that are are available. And and of course there too. So we we see this um, uh, really that the, the leadership plays plays a big big role. And uh, maybe something uh, um, to mention uh, specifically is uh, something which we uh, call uh, pilotitis. Um, it's uh, that that you need to be overcome. So it's it's really good to smart start small, and it also makes sense instead of making a three year plan and then uh, you know exhausting everybody out because it's everything is so slow that you start uh, with a smaller uh, peaks and really trying to make the showcases. But but with some companies, I think this is kind of well understood. Uh, which is good, but then some companies kind of get in the loop that they never get out of this this pilot scientist. They just do, even though it has been proven over and over again that this works. Actually, there, there are good results, but they're still very. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, people are scared or they're kind of hesitant to make the jump and make the investment because this requires investment. If we're talking about uh, uh, really making a, a big change for for your processes. Uh, so, so though they, they're still looking for this, like, can't we, just, if we do something real small, like here and there, and may, maybe it will, uh, we will still get out what we want. So we, we named this big goal, we can win and be data driven, data is in the core of our business, but then uh, really, you know, walk the talk is, is uh, where it gets, uh, gets hanging. And, and, and that's also something where, where we then really oftentimes need to need to encourage uh, uh, the leadership teams to make this jump. Yes, we cannot make an exact business case. So in some ways, this is also a matter of uh, faith. Uh, but but if you see that this is where the world is going, uh, then then let's do it. And there is a nice saying, accelerate the inevitable. And, and that's really uh, yeah, what we believe in. If, if you know that this is uh, what's gonna happen anyway, even if it's hurting your current business, and even if it uh, means some painful decisions, then uh, you should still do it. Yeah, look, and that's, that, that's a lot. And I, I also hear of a lot of that happening today when I'm speaking to people too. Um, and I know we've actually even touched off a couple of them already, but I suppose in your, your opinions, like, what do you feel are the biggest misconceptions about AI? Well, a couple of misconceptions are, for example, like the, um, people believe that uh, algorithms have are biased and they are discriminating, and so somehow humans are will have a better morale, and uh, and that that's a typical misconception, which might uh, you can say that actually. Algos, they don't have any uh, any specific morale in any direction. So it's it's math, uh, and uh, and basically as a as as a leader, it's it's good to understand. Uh, I, I would say sometimes it doesn't really matter if you understand the, the exact uh, workings of the inner workings of an algo and which method has been used, but you should understand what is the basis that this uh, the algorithm works on. So what data has been used to teach it. And then what are the outcomes so that you can understand the uh, yeah, in, input output um, that that can, yeah what, what are the limitations there uh, that the decisions are being made so uh, of course if the input data is biased then the algorithms will learn those biases and uh, because they learn patterns in data so that's uh, that's a good thing to understand 
But at the same time, it's a misperception that, that the humans are objective and that we don't have any prejudices. And we, especially when we uh, have been working on this, um, um, the recruit automated uh, an AI-based uh, recruitment. That was some, uh, something that we heard quite a bit. That that yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't trust algorithms to make recruitment decisions. And we also always uh, preach that don't let the algos make the final decisions, but that should be done, made by humans. But you can still say in the selection process, algos can help a lot. And in many places, algos said they don't have a moralis per se, so they treat everyone equally. They treat like they have been taught, like they have been programmed and what they have learned. So actually a well-trained, uh, tested algo is uh, gonna be more objective than a human. Kind of, uh, very, very kind of, uh, you could say, believe that the ultimate goal is that everything is kind of, uh, kind of decision-making and business process is automated. So, so kind of assuming that um, data kind of AI will take over and it, it goes so partially along the fear that will it kill jobs and so on. But I think in reality, I think it, first of all, it will create, and it's already visible now, if you look into that, it creates a kind of tremendous amount of new job roles and, and, and so on. Sec, second, I think also in, in a way uh, is it, it might be that certain processes are fully automated, but also I think this of course frees up the opportunity, as I mentioned a bit earlier about kind of uh, leveraging the time for, for innovating on, on new capabilities. Um, so at the end, I think when we talk about the data-driven company, I think it's, it's more like that we talk about that, that you optimize the company on a whole level, not on, a, on an individual product or a business unit level, but, but you're really leveraging your, your kind of the, the knowledge, the, the intelligence on a, uh, on, on a, on a whole, kind of whole company level um, and, and kind, of, kind of identify new opportunities and patterns which you otherwise wouldn't even kind of identify. I think we have seen cases, I think one area of your work is, is, is in the life science space. And I think you will see innovative kind of medicine in the, in the future, which I think for, for us uh, as, as humans, it, it's just very difficult to kind of considering all the, all the kind of the possibilities and combinations uh, uh, you, you, could, you could think of. And this is an opportunity where you will, will see kind of uh, new innovations, which which otherwise uh, wouldn't be possible. So, so data-driven in that sense, it's not about, yeah, you, you automate and, and that means, uh, yeah, replacing people, but it means uh, kind of a source for new op uh, opportunities and innovations. Great, look, that great stuff, very insightful there. And um, just a final question before we finish up, look, what AI topics do you see emerging in 2019? Yeah, I think this is a, it's a of course, a very interesting question, and I think especially uh, around Christmas and, and New Year, you have all these kind of predictions, the top 10 things happening in 2019 and so on. I think, as, as I mentioned a bit earlier, I would say I see that, that this year there will be more discussion about, okay, what is the real kind of business impact uh, and how, how, kind of how AI will scale. Um, I, I think in some, in some areas, my prediction is that people will get bored about this, listening to the same kind of, yeah, I think a bit what, what Ola also said, these pilot cases and so on. They, they are interested and they show, I think, the, the opportunity and the potential. But I think this year, my prediction is that, that uh, kind of companies, leaders, 
people will more be interested about okay what has been kind of what is the kind of really sustainable change what is kind of what are we doing differently what is the kind of uh, kind of um, significant upside um, uh, generated by AI so so I think this of course relates also really to this this transformation of the of of the company um, and and I think uh, you will see I think I would say also more article about saying yeah why didn't it work out yeah. so far and so on and, and I think asset goes back to the uh, kind of a, a challenge you need to kind of overcome. So, so don't expect silver bullets, but kind of keep going and 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 kind of critically, uh, kind of review what you do and and how you could further accelerate. But accept also that it will not come overnight. Yeah, I guess we always, uh, yeah, we talk about this uh, Facebook and the Facebooks, Amazons, Googles, and uh, what they do in this area, but it also didn't. They didn't do it. Night. So they have been very systematic towards uh, these goals and uh, also really being born uh, data-driven more or less from, from the start, So, which is, is the challenge for, for uh, bigger companies, old companies, that this is not some gimmick. You, you, need to, you need to understand that it's a, it's a journey and it will be a, yeah, a bit slow. Luckily nowadays, there is many things are easier to do than in the old days. So considering uh, different open source technologies and uh, uh, cloud solutions and, and so forth. So you don't need to do this uh, large uh, monothelitic uh, technologies any, anymore. Uh, but you can, things are modular, you can combine and, and so forth. So, uh, but I agree, it's, uh, there is always this, bus curve where an AI last year was very much the, the big bus and uh, and uh, everybody uh, wanted to be AI driven without necessarily understanding what it actually means what's behind and uh, we just want to do AI and I think there is a certain type of humbleness and and realism also uh, coming into play uh, over like this year next year uh, that what does it actually take and what will actually change and what do we need to focus on and like we talk about, a lot about this company level transformation a good way to start is think about your business goals so and, and what is it actually not just for each every unit that uh, what, what do you want to optimize but but where, where do you actually want to want to go as a company and be uh, instead of having 40 goals then have five and then uh, trickle them down what they mean for each uh, each unit and then build the system use data use uh, uh, machine learning techniques amongst other other ways of course this is only one piece of the of the of the question uh, is uh, is machine learning and data then but actually systematically work towards uh, those goals um, because that's then the way where you can achieve a bigger change. And maybe yeah, one, one recommendation is that in, in, in this journey kind of yeah, get engaged with the data teams in, in, in house or yeah of course it's also something we 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 we, we, we are kind of uh, as as a company are involved in helping organization is is kind of coming from the top down from where do we want to go and, and kind of have this discussion interaction with, with, with the data team, how they can help and enable to reach those goals. So, so I think it's, it's kind of don't, don't glorify now AI as, as, as the, um, it's kind of the, the, the problem solver, but more like seeing it at, as, a, as an enabler 
helping you to to kind of get closer to to achieving those uh, those ambitions you have as a company. And one nice uh, role actually for a company to establish is. Um, what we call a data strategist. So it's, uh, I think McKinsey calls it the, a data translator. Um, but that sounds a bit more limiting to me, but, but somebody who can act as, a, as an interface, between you know, like the business goals, uh, understands machine learning very well, understands technology, it's a senior role, that you are able to translate those, uh, the business, uh, targets, objectives into uh, what do they mean in terms of, of, of data that's needed, what it, methodologies, what about the other enablers that are needed, and then also uh, communicating the results back and interpreting them. So um, this is might be a couple of years ago, the data scientist was the sexiest job. It, it, uh, my prediction is that in the future, it will be that the data strategist will be the new sexy sexy job um, because they ensure that the, there will be a business impact coming out of data and AI. That's great. I look th thank you so much for, for sharing what you see as the emerging trends for 2019. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. So you are listening to the AI in Action Berlin podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Kelly. Today's guests were Ulla Krosner-Lechtenen and Dirk Hoffman from Dane Studio. Thank you for your time. Thank, thank you. you very much. AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aulis offer an exec search program. Aulis can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. For more information, contact mark at aldis.com. Get the Aldis Advantage. Become a member of the Aldis community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all us members. And don't forget our AI in Action podcast. Each week, we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career, and more. Become an Aldus member and get the Aldus advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldus.com. Com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.